Welcome to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. I'm Katie Brinkley, and you're listening to the premier podcast for business owners ready to elevate their influence and impact in the industry. Have you ever wondered how digital marketing can revolutionize your business? Well, with two decades of experience empowering business leaders, consultants, and coaches, I understand the transformative power of digital marketing. Today, we're not just discussing strategies, we're crafting your digital legacy. In each episode, we'll dissect the trends, strategies, and insights that are shaping the future of marketing. You'll walk away with actionable knowledge to thrust your business forward and stories of local enterprises making a global impact. Are you ready to turn insights into action? Let's jump into today's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing and start shaping your legacy. Welcome back to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. I'm sitting down with somebody that I had the opportunity to be a guest on their podcast. And we've always kind of run around in the same circles ever since. But then we got to run around in the same circle in real life at Capshovians Live at the beginning of 2023. He spoke all about live streaming and YouTube. And the story that he shared during his presentation really resonated a lot with me because we put so much time and effort into growing these channels, into growing our social media channels, into growing our YouTube channels. What would happen if you lost it all? And that happened to him. But he learned from it. He grew from it. And he wrote an amazing Amazon best-selling book on it. Today's guest is none other than JP Hightech. And we are going to be talking all about live streaming and YouTube. YouTube has been a huge focus for me over the past year. I've had this podcast for over three years now, but it really wasn't until 2023 that I decided I'm sitting here recording my stuff with Riverside anyways. Shouldn't I be putting it on the YouTube? But there's more to just copying and pasting and putting it up there. And that's what we're going to talk about today is growing a YouTube channel, why you should be focusing on YouTube, because it's not like all the other social media channels, and then how to get comfortable with live video. So JP, thank you so much for joining me today on Rocky Mountain Marketing. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor. And yes, you know, with you were on my podcast and we were together in the beginning of 2024, Cap Show in person in Orlando. It was just phenomenal. And I love what you do and uh, so honored to be here so we can talk about and just share knowledge and empower people in regards to live streaming video and leveraging YouTube to grow our businesses. And we'll talk about why I said businesses instead of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and yeah, exactly. Because it all comes back to business, right? And, and JP... You just wrote a book for people that are watching the podcast. Go ahead and hold it up. But I just finished writing The Social Shift. And here you have the live stream blueprint, which is an Amazon bestseller. I wish you would have brought it to the conference. I would have I definitely know. picked one up. I mean, I don't, I feel like, you know, when, when we're in re real life, we for sometimes forget about like, oh yeah, we have these things that would be really helpful for, for people to buy. And I want to talk just briefly about what you shared at the conference, about how you mm -hmm. lost everything that you worked so hard to grow, because I want people to know your story and that it, it definitely you learned from it, but you grew even faster the second time around. So just go ahead and share us that, that story about what it was like to to lose all of the subscribers you had on your YouTube channel. 
Yeah, I mean, I would say this is something that's terrible, right? Anybody that's happened to is just it's just the worst, right? There's no good way of taking it. But at the same time, not everyone can come back from it. So, you know, back in the day, right, I've I've always thought to myself that I wanted to grow a presence online. And one of the best ways, one of the, you know, fastest and uh, for me, most Im- impactful way to do that was to do it on YouTube, right? And we'll talk about that in, in a little bit in this podcast. So what I did is I decided to post a video on YouTube to grow my channel, right, from scratch. And I decided to post it every single day. So we're talking seven days out of seven. And I said, I'll do that for a year. So I did it. So I will bash record, bash edit, bash schedule, and bash release those videos. And so once I hit six months, I earned 50,000 subscribers. Things were going great, right? And I was excited about the future of my YouTube channel. I'm like, yes, this is it. I'm making it. People are excited about what I'm talking about. And I kept it going. So I did the one year. However, when I reached the eight month mark, I surpassed 100,000 subscribers. So I was like, I, I was feeling confident, like, you know, Superman, right? Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm achieving all the best things and, and, and things like that. When I talk about anything, people will jump on it. They want to buy it. However, I did not develop the business side. We'll talk about it again in a little bit. So I continued that. And one day, when my channel reached 126,000 subscribers, I woke up one morning, right? And I just went online that morning, like I, I've done every single morning to check on my YouTube, check on comments and, and see what I had to do before. You know, it was part of my process. Well, I saw a white page with a red writing. I was a little, a little panicked right there because I didn't know what was happening. I refreshed it. My YouTube channel was non-existent. It was saying that the, the channel did not exist. So I went on multiple computers, right? I'm, I'm a software developer for the folks that know my background. So I went on multiple computers because I have a lot of them here to check multiple browsers, multiple devices to see if it was a specific device, if it was a bug somewhere. Here's the deal. Every single device, every single browsers, and I'm not going to name them all, but I've, I've, I've tried every browser possible. We're giving me the same result. The channel was non-existent. So instantly, of course, you start panicking, like, what is going on? Because remember, that was my business, right? That was one of the things that was allowing me to do everything that I thought was possible to grow, right? To make money. And I went into my email and I noticed an email from YouTube, right? From Google, actually, uh, telling me that they had to remove my channel due to hateful, right? And scamful tactics. Uh, it was flagged. So automatically that, that, that I, I sat down like, what on earth happened here? I'm not sharing any hateful speech. I don't talk hate. I don't scam people. I talk about technology. And so <laughs> I went back and took the time to read YouTube's TOS, right? Terms of service. I read the whole thing. I've never done that before, but I read the whole thing. That's what I discovered that according to the terms of service, it says clearly that they reserve the right to remove or delete any channel, whether the channel has, you know, violated any of the community guidelines or received any strikes. If so, that means that even if the channel hasn't done anything wrong, has not been violating anything, they reserve the right to remove any channel that they deem removable based on their decision. Not only that, they listed a whole list of, uh, of reasons why your channel could be de- removed, which is hateful speech and a whole bunch of other stuff, right? 
And I read every every single thing did not apply to me. So this is what I did. I emailed Google, right? Long story short, they would get back to me after a month or so, tell them apologizing, which I still have the email, right? I have a screenshot of that. Apologizing, telling me it was their AI that accidentally flagged my channel, deleted my channel, and they were working on reinstating my channel. Now, it's been several years now. I'm still waiting for them to reinstate that channel. And I I know it's never going to happen, right? But what that did to me is I was a little depressed because if you're a creator and Katie, you are, we know the amount of time, investment that is put into creating content every single day, what I've done for a whole plus year, that takes a lot out of somebody. And ultimately, I was devastated because I was wondering how and here's the truth, family. How was I going to keep making money? So mm-hmm. that's why I realized later that, oh, I was more devastated about the loss of making money than the actual channel, which is yeah. why when I came back, I was able to really scale that and know the rules of engagement. And I've done this completely differently. And today, well, when we talk about successful, I'm making a good return on my presence yeah. on YouTube. Well, and I think that your story is a good reminder that, you know, we, we, as creators, we're building our community on rented land mm-hmm. and it can, you know, just vanish overnight, which is devastating to think about all the hours and all the hard work and all the interviews, everything that you've done mm-hmm. to try and grow successfully and grow out your community. Right. And I think that, you know, I want to talk about how, why, how, YouTube is different than most social media platforms because it is a search engine. Mm-hmm. And as a business owner, why should we consider having YouTube part of our strategy? Because so many business owners I know are like, okay, well, I'll be on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram, but they aren't really considering YouTube because I feel like many think it's going to be a lot bigger of a time investment. Yeah, I mean, that's a fantastic question. I love that because that's what I talk about so much in my book, The Live Stream Blueprint. And here's the thing, right? YouTube is not a social media platform. And I'll correct people all the time whenever they say, hey, on what social media platform are you? I'm on YouTube. I'm not. And I'll stop right there. YouTube is not. YouTube is not a social media platform. YouTube is a video, right? Diary creation platform. It's, it's created for content creators, right? And YouTube is the only platform that is, solely focused on video communication. Now, better than that, of course, a lot of people know that as business owners or content creators, we know already that Google owns YouTube, right? And so here's the thing. YouTube is a search engine, like you just said. YouTube is not just a video platform. is the only platform that will allow you to define your brand or redefine your brand anytime (laughs) you see fit. What does that mean? Well, Depending on the type of message that you're trying to put in the world, you can not only restart by doing that instantly, or you can remove that and rearrange what you already have. You have a banner, right, that you can adjust and correct. You have a profile. Here's the thing. Every single platform, every single aspect, every single setting on YouTube is SEO tab. I do a lot of one-on-one where I help entrepreneurs, professionals really reinvent their YouTube platform. And one of the things that I've noticed, this is a common denominator, is a lot of people do not take the time to write an entire description on the about section of their YouTube channel. 
Let's remember. actually like let's let's talk about that for a second mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the description on the the YouTube channel, not just the specific video. Right. Tell us why we should focus on that and really how we can optimize our descriptions. Fantastic question. Now, of course, the about section of the channel, right, is discovered on YouTube. So here's the thing. A lot of times I tell people, do you have a business? They'll say, yes, I have a business. Now, what's your YouTube channel? Your YouTube channel needs to, in a way or another, give spotlight to your business. Now, in the description, every single thing you put in the the description will be discovered on Google whenever people are searching for what you're doing. Now, on top of that as well, in the description, um, there's an aspect at the bottom where you put up to five URLs. Right. A lot of times people will put their social media platform. I'll tell them, stop doing that. The first thing you want to do is you want to put your website. Okay. remember, it will be attached on Google whenever people search and discover you. Right. Google will tell them where to go in order to work with you. So I tell them, put your website one second, put a call to action. A lead magnet should be the second thing. So here's my website. And here is where you can go to get this free thing. Very important. People are looking for ways to interact with your brand, right? Engagement is everything. And then after that, you can put a couple of social media. Here's the thing. Once people know one of your social media platforms, they can find you on other ones, right? With the same handle. Do not waste that and put a whole lot of different social media. And now, whenever it's discovered on, on, on Google, where you're selling your product are actually on your website, right? Or you should have a website if you have that, right? Very, very important. Now, what that does for you is not only that is attached to your profile, right? Is indexed on Google, but it allows you to sell very rapidly. People don't realize that actually Google favors YouTube description videos before a text tagging from your website, which means that if you have a product and then you release a video about the product on YouTube and people search for that product on Google, Google will recommend your video before it recommends any other link from any other platforms. That's why every single business needs to be on YouTube. No, you don't want to be. You need to be because it is the easiest way to position your product, promote your product, and receive organic leads from your product, right? And of course, we'll talk about the titling and the tagging the keywords. However, even if you're not an expert in that, it is so easy for Google to just pull that because it is a video platform. And here's the thing. People are more inclined because somebody asked me that before. Why is it that Google, according to my expertise, is favoring YouTube? Well, as a cinematographer from background, I tell them, here's here's the thing. People by nature are more drawn into a video production when they are watching a video versus they're reading a text. So if you have an ad on social media and all of that, think about that. Uh, Katie, you're you know social media expert. We know that on social media, if you wrote just a text, no image, just a text, and you created an ad with that versus you created a video attached with a text, the video will have more engagement simply mm-hmm. because people are drawn to something you're creating, which is called an emotion. The emotion factor is what is making people interact more with a video. And video is the best way to create an emotion. People can see your face. They not only can hear you, they can see you. They can read your body language and they can connect with you faster because they feel like you are speaking to them. Your target audience will just jump on it and want to purchase your product. And I think that exactly with the world of AI that we live in now, video is really one of the, and, and I understand that there's, 
tools out there now to deep fake yourself and create, mm -hmm. you know, those AI clones of you. But you can really see through those pretty easily. And you can't right. do it for a, at the, the point of at the time of this recording. I mean, who knows? AI is moving so fast. But at the time of this recording, it wasn't it's not super easy to create like a 15 minute video of you and talking uh, as you like it would be on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So this is one of the most genuine and authentic ways for you to build community with your ideal clients and your audience. Correct. So with with YouTube being owned by Google, and like mm -hmm. you just said, Google is going to recommend the YouTube video before it's going to recommend the actual link to your services on your website or your product on your website. Tell me here, the description is, I think, it's just like a social media mm -hmm. bio for mm -hmm. just for, you know, me being a social media person. It's something that the bio is something that so many of us create once and then we forget about it and we don't even look at it or don't optimize it. So I think that it's really important for everyone that's listening to this. If you have a YouTube channel and you haven't given it some love for, I don't know, even if you did it last week, after what JP just said, I think it's really important for you to go back, look at your YouTube description and make sure that it's optimized based on these recommendations, because you're going to be found in search more. People are going to be clicking. I mean, like when he was saying, I was like, yeah, I have my website, I have my book, and I have my social media handles that I'm going to, after this episode, go in and update those. So I think go back, look and make sure that your description is optimized with those SEO terms, with the right links, and make sure that it's saying who it is that you serve and what you do, what your services are, so that people know what you offer and it is the most up-to-date offer. And let me you add also, to that. Yeah, let me add some of that if, if that's okay, because I do get asked this on my, you know, private one-on-ones to help people. They, they always ask me about what I thought about their title. I've noticed that a lot of amazing leaders, whenever they create a, a channel, they don't go in depth on why the name of the channel they just give it a, a name and, and keep it moving. But here's the thing. The name of your channel, for example, I had a, a podcast where I was talking to people about how to really become a bestseller because my book became a bestseller and uh, maintained that position for several, several days, right? And so this is my first book, right? And they're asking, how did I do it? And I was sharing the same thing. I said, this is the same thing. Whenever you want to create a channel name or a product title name, right, for Think about your YouTube channel as a product, please, because it is a product you're offering to people. You want your name to be brandable and SEO discoverable. What do I mean? For example, my book, right, is called The Live Stream Blueprint. Okay, let's say I wanted to create a YouTube channel. Now, the reason why I put the live stream blueprint, if it was a YouTube channel, I would put with JP High Tech. Why will I do that? One, I want SEO to know that I'm talking about live stream. I want to become the expert, the go-to person when it comes down to live streaming. So I put that in the title, right? Second, I put with JP High Tech because today, in the time of this recording, you always want to position your personal brand and separate that from your corporate brand, okay? And so with JP High Tech, JP High Tech being the brand, being my name, you don't have to search too much for it. So now I have my podcast that's called, if I wanted to create that, the Live Stream Blueprint, right? 
And now I have my name attached to that. And whenever I create a product that I'm selling and I call the book, The Live Stream Blueprint, guess what's happening? When anybody types live streaming, blueprint or how to create live, you, Google's going to give them my product, my channel name, and anything that has the name JP Hightech, which is my personal website, everything, social media, all of that handle will be attached in one search result. And I'll be the number one on the homepage and people will be wondering, how is he doing that? But that's the thing. That's the secret. So take the time to rethink the name of your channel. Question, who are you? What's your product? Your channel should be able to tell me that just by reading it. If you are your product, because sometimes we are the product ourselves, then put yourself there. Now, our companies, if your company is the main product, attach your company to your name and add that, very important, add that to your bio on there. What am I talking about? Add a blurb about you and add a blurb about your product. People want to know that. And even though there's a place where we put our URLs, right, like I mentioned, still add it in the description of the bio. And Google loves it. And this, for the folks that are watching and listening to this, I'm a software developer. I know how to develop a software from scratch, building the framework. I understand what's put in it, what is prioritized by, you know, softwares, which is why my way of thinking about things is a little different. Because I know this if you put that text in there, you attach it to this video, it will be quickly discovered versus doing the other way around. That's why this is so crucial. Now, whenever you're putting your website in the description, a lot of folks make this mistake. Remove the HTTPS. So a lot of times we have HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash. In the bio, the description, remove that part. Simply put www.website.com. You only add the HTTPS at the bottom where YouTube gives you the opportunity to add up to five URLs. Add those so that it's clickable. Also do the same thing whenever you post a video in the description of that video. In the description of the video, now you do it the other way around. In the description of the video, add HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash link. Why? In the description of the video, now you just made this clickable. If you just put www in the description of the video, people will not be able to click on it. And most people are not going to want to copy and paste. They want just easy click. So do that for the video. Don't do that for the bio. Hopefully that helps out. Man, you're giving us so many ninja tips here. I, I'm As you're talking about all these, I'm like, okay, I have to remember to go in and check this. I have to remember to go in and check this. And I can't even imagine everything that's in your book here, JP. So be sure, real fast, if people that are listening right now, where can they get their book? Obviously on Amazon. Live streaming blueprint, JP yeah, yeah. High Tech. Absolutely. Search yeah. it. Search it. Search it. Yes. Pull and if over. You're, if if you're it. listening to it, yeah. <laughs> and if you're listening to this, you're like, hey, JP High Tech, I know I write a unique way. It's JP, right? H I G H T K. If you tap that yeah. on Amazon, you will find my book. Now, if you're looking for the live stream blueprint, you can just go to the website, thelivestreamblueprint.com, if that's easy for you. Um, I mean, you look at you, SEO there. optimizing everything here. So, yes, okay, <laughs> we talked about, we've, we've talked about the description a lot. Let's just talk about titles really mm-hmm. quick, because I think, you know, that's also something that's, well, one, you have to make sure that it's something that people stop search for, like, oh, this is, this is something interesting. But two, it's the answer to the problems that they're Googling, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that so, you asked that question, right? 
<laughs> Katie, you're amazing. And I love those questions because it's making me share a lot with your community. Here's the thing. Great. You just said it, right? The title is not just for YouTube. It's also for Google and it's also for search engine discoverability. This is a big deal, right? So whenever we're creating a title, let's not just think of YouTube. Think outside of YouTube. If people were to look for what I'm talking about in this episode, will Google recommend this video? If the answer is no, go back and change that title, right? Now, here's the thing. Two things real quick. One, when we're on YouTube, right, and want to create a title, I always tell people, your title needs to either make a statement first. There's a part of it that needs to make a statement. And second, the second part needs to create a, a mystery surrounding what you're going to talk about. Very important. Make a, a slight statement. For example, what are you talking about, JP? I hate flying. You just made a statement. I hate flying. Now, the second part of that, people want, uh, will be expecting for you to say something. What's the mystery here? So I hate flying. Guess what I did last weekend? You see what I just did there? I hate flying. Guess what I did last weekend? Now, I'm, it's not over yet. Now, what's the product? Right? Check me on, I don't know, XX Airplane. I put a statement. I created a mystery. And I just promoted a product. So, all of a sudden, now, when Google, when people are searching, for that product, Google's going to recommend my video one. Second, YouTube's going to love it because people saw, yeah, I also don't, I hate flying as well because there are several people that do not like that, right? And second, they'll be like, listen, watch what I did last weekend. So now they're curious to see, what did he do for a person that hates flying? Bam, now you just solved the puzzle and now the algorithm is going to love you and we're going to bring traffic to you. Hopefully that helps somebody out there. But I love just giving an example, being clear about it, and having people picture what I'm explaining because that's the best way to really position the title. There's so many other ways, right? Uh, there's actually three other ways. I talk about that on my one-on-ones, but there's three other ways you can position that. But that's just one of the ways you can do it, which so, is different from Reels, you know, yeah. Katie, real quick. Well, because, no, and, and I, I think yeah. that that's, that's almost what you said right there. Like with these titles, those could be a, a YouTube short or a reel or, or anything mm -hmm. else. I, I love that. I love that tip. And I think that with what you said, I hope that the light bulb went off for so many listeners here that these titles can be long, right? I mean, that's a pretty long title. Mm -hmm. And a lot of folks got a problem when it's long. And I, yeah. I look at them like, why? Why do you have a problem with it? Because remember, even those long, most people on YouTube, remember, there's two aspects, on YouTube and off of YouTube. On YouTube, they will see, I hate flying. Check what I did last weekend. That's, that's short, good. All right. That's fine for them. The rest is not for YouTube. So you are intentional about what you're doing. And to be very specific, these are the strategies for business owners, mm -hmm. business strategies for people that want to grow their business. If you're an influencer, these things I'm talking about are not for you. So it's very, let me be very clear about that, right? Because a lot of times people are not sure what they're doing. And I always tell them, you need to know what your purpose is, right? Are you an influencer? Are you a business owner? A business owner is simply anybody that has a product or service to sell and is looking to uh, grow their database and bring in more income, bring in more traffic to their product and sell more. That's who you are. If you have a product or a business or a service, you have to think about YouTube differently from somebody 
that is on YouTube as an influencer and just wants to grow their influence and partner with brands to do other things, right? There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that, but we just need to know. Now, the truth is, it is way harder to build a sustainable income as an influencer in today's economy than it is to build a business. Because if you're building a business, people will be like, well, I'm not getting a whole lot of views. Well, the views do not matter anymore. Hopefully you guys know and you are following the latest trend on YouTube to understand that the views doesn't matter. What matters is engagement, retention, right? That's what matters the most on YouTube. While are you creating engagement? For me as a business owner, engagement is conversion. Is how many people actually purchase my product, right? So if I get 50 views every single video, even though for some uh, people that is discouraging, I tell them it's not. Because if you're consistently getting 50 views, are you converting at least 20% of these 50 people that are joining? Because if mm-hmm. you're converting it and your average sale is 500 to $1,000, do the math. Yeah. And that's on every single release. If now you multiply that, right? And every month you get 10 times that. So now you have 500 people that you're converting on a consistent basis. Maybe you have a product or service that they're subscribing to, right? And that is $199.99 a month. Now you have that consistent cash flow coming to your business. The way of thinking about it is different. And not only that, right? You need to have a system in place to capture those leads when they come, which is where some people miss out. As a website developer, I always share one thing. We are at the recording of this podcast right now, 2024. Whenever you release a website, it's not a website course today, but let me give you a tip. Treat it as a dynamic platform to create your own unique experience for your visitors, not an informational platform. If your website is just a place for people to go get more information, information overload, I call it. No wonder people are not putting their money in their pocket. That's why a lot of folks will tell you about having a funnel. Why? Because a funnel is inherited with being dynamic, right? You cannot build a funnel if it's not dynamic, right? But you can build a regular website. And keeping that in mind, what we would do for client, keeping that in mind that this is not an informational dump. It is mm-hmm. a platform to design a unique experience. So the question is, what experience do I want the visitor to have? from introduction, body, conclusion, what am I offering and how modern and dynamic is the website because that's what people love. Remember, video is dynamic. Yeah. That's why YouTube is winning so much. Create that same dynamic. Take that with, with them. So when they come to your website, they feel the same way. Leverage video again to continue selling the product. They will click on it and watch it. Pull calls to action there and follow through. Have systems in place if you're busy for them to receive automated messages. One thing that you did, Katie, and I'm going to give it up to you. When I was booking for this podcast, uh, and folks, <laughs> I want you to listen to this because I love systems, right? And Katie, I was impressed by this and I love it because I've been invited on a lot of podcasts that didn't do this. Katie, when I was booking your podcast, there was a place where you asked if I would go to a, a URL, which is from Dropbox on, and sign the release form. The URL was already there. I copied to put it on my browser. It automatically opened the contract for me. I didn't have to wait for you. I signed that. It instantly sent me a copy of what I signed, the release form. It sent you a copy as well. I instantly <laughs> went back. When I booked the thing, I instantly received an email. And I booked. It was added to my calendar instantly with one booking. That is something that will make people enjoy your processes every single time. 
Because not only you made it easy, right? You made it make sense for whoever's trying to book and work with you. Shout out to you, Katie. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Well, man, JP, this has been such a great conversation and I can't believe our time is already up. Apparently, I I need to have you back on the show because we only got into descriptions and titles. There's so much more information that you have inside that brilliant brain when it comes to YouTube. Well, one, until I get you back on the show again, everyone needs to go buy your book. So tell everybody again where they can go get it. Two, tell everyone where your YouTube channel is because, well, I was a guest on it. But then there, you are constantly bringing in other amazing people to be a guest on your show. So yeah, tell us where to get the book, where to, to follow you on YouTube. I mean, obviously, if they type your name in, you are very Googleable. But tell us all the things. All right. All right. Hey, first of all, I want to thank you, Katie, for having me on this podcast. It was an honor. I love sharing it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do this again. We have so much to share. But yeah, for the folks that are uh, asking about the book or wondering, you can go to the live stream blueprint.com all right go there or just go on amazon and tap in jp high tech j p h i g h t k every single week we go live on my youtube channel tap jp high tech on youtube and you will find me we have amazing leaders like katie we had katie on our podcast and we're bringing in more amazing leaders and experts that come and teach us the things we should understand so that we can keep growing and that's what this is all about. It's called Content Creators University with JP High Tech. That's the podcast. And so go connect. Let's grow. And of course, if you want to go on social with me, I love hearing from people and networking. Just same handle, JP High Tech. And let's connect. Let's grow together. And I wish you guys all the success possible and wishing you that you can connect with me. And if you need anything, don't forget, Katie's podcast is one of the best places to go. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. Well, thank you so much, JP. I appreciate you. And I hope that as you are driving or maybe you're sitting at your computer listening to this podcast, take the time to think about your YouTube channel. JP gave us a wealth of knowledge when it comes to just the little things that are going to have huge impact and huge results for growing. He did it once before, got up to 126,000 and he did it. He had to do it all again. We're learning from the best here. So Thank you again so much, JP, for joining me on Rocky Mountain Marketing today. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Katie. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. I hope you're leaving with valuable insights and the inspiration to lead your market. If you've enjoyed our time together and found today's podcast episode useful, I have a small favor to ask of you. Please hit that subscribe button to stay updated with the latest episodes. And if you know someone who could benefit from these episodes, maybe a fellow business leader or an aspiring entrepreneur, go ahead and share this episode with them. Let's spread the knowledge and grow together. Also, I'd love to hear from you and continue the conversation beyond the podcast. Visit me at katiebrinkley.com to connect, to find more resources, or just to share your journey. And be sure to pick up your copy of my new book, The Social Shift at katiebrinkley.com slash book. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm Katie Brinkley, and I can't wait to dive into more strategies and stories with you on the next episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Let's keep on taking your marketing to new heights.